This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. The Annie Fry Show YouTube live chat poll of the day is sponsored by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. All right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. What do you want from me? I'm not a married sweetheart. For the sake, kid, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not married sweetheart. This is the Annie Fry Show. Well, first of all, I think you need to look at the current law called Title VIII and do expedited removals. And when he does the expedited removals, he needs to publicize as much as possible where he's showing people being returned instead of showing people coming in. So we continue to have a problem at the southern border. Of course we do. And we have uh, a bill in Congress right now to fund the, the, the defense of Ukraine, the defense of Israel, and not our southern border. And we have Republicans who are ousting other Republicans and slimming our majority. And I ask myself, as I asked you at the beginning of the show today, what's the Republican focus here? Are we focused? Can we get down to the finish line so that come the election, we actually have a mandate going forward. We encourage American voters to consider the moment to send Republicans to do the job. The question is, what is the job? If you look at what the Democrats have done on a regular basis here, you have to ask yourself not just if they're America first, but if they are America at all, because the future of what we see these Democrats cultivating right now through our open southern border is a different version of this country than we are living in right now. It's Wednesday, so we want to bring our friend Dory Murdoch onto the show. He's a nationally syndicated columnist and a member of Project 21, as well as a Fox News contributor. Dory, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you here. Oh, Annie, it's always great to be with you. I wanted to ask you, you know, this this bill that came out of the Senate and is now in front of the House, they're going to have a decision to make on how to address this. But the southern border is the biggest issue for the majority of voters in this country because it's affecting voters of all kinds in all states. And it just doesn't seem to be something that the Democrats on the left want to fix with every ounce of power that they would have in the places where they have the majorities. 
You sort of get that sense. I mean, look, we've had the border ripped wide open for three years plus now. Uh, Joe Biden became president on January 20th, uh, 2017. And you might have been able to say for the first three, four, five, six months, okay, they're getting their sea legs. They're learning, you know, which buttons to push and who to call and what to do. And maybe they need, need a little bit of time to get their, uh, you know, get oriented. Uh, but after three years of, of an increasing, steadily increasing numbers of people breaking into this country, uh, culminating in uh, 302,000 plus in December, uh, which is an all-time record of uh, illegal, illegal alien encounters on the southwest border. Uh, this is not an accident. This is not confusion. This is not uh, uh, incompetence. This is a very deliberate effort to demolish the border and get as many people in. At this point, 8.8 million people across the border uh, who are illegal aliens get them into this country and start giving them uh, services, start giving them benefits. And at some point, uh, illegally, as soon as this year, legally, as soon as these people are given citizenship and amnesty, get them voting. And I guess the idea is that um, the, the Democrats are counting on a majority of these people being so grateful that they've been led in this country by Joe Biden. The Democrats, they'll vote Democrat, and this will be their basically long-term uh, margin of victory for now and maybe the foreseeable 30, 40, 50 years. I think it's that simple. It's that direct, that nefarious, and I think uh, that, uh, that borderline treasonous. I want to play for you a clip here from uh, Fox News last night. Cata uh, Trust, I think is how you say her name. She's from Chicago, and she had to have she had this to say. Uh, we would like to have our status as a sanctuary city removed. We would also like to see a better plan in place. I heard the mayor say um, in an earlier broadcast that he has no problem with the way that he has handled the migrant crisis, and I think that that's uh, un. That's just not true. Um, he has to have regrets because the people have regrets. Yeah. We are not happy with what is happening here. We're certainly not happen, happy with the billions of dollars that are millions of dollars, I should say, I'm sorry, that are being spent that could be used um, for our low-income communities, our communities that have been divested in and for our schools. So Truss is a, a woman of color. She identifies herself as a Democrat. She's from Chicago. You would think if you heard something like that, that she'd be a, a suburban Republican who's wearing a MAGA hat, the way she's talking about this issue. But there she is in Chicago seeing the issue for what it actually is. Yeah, and you're seeing more and more of this. Um, I think this whole, uh, again, this is called the Future Democrats of America strategy, bring as many future, future Democrats, uh, Democrats across the border as they can. Uh, is blowing up in the Democrats' faces because uh, you're getting a lot of black folks, a lot of uh, uh, legal uh, immigrants who've come here legally, many of them Hispanic and otherwise, looking at what's going on and saying, this isn't fair. These people are breaking in. Uh, they didn't uh, ask permission. They don't have passports and visas. They just march in this country. And yet, um, despite that, you're seeing a case after case after case of where American taxpayers, American citizens are being displaced in order to come these people, and we're basically being shoved into the back of the bus. A great example is in, I wrote a piece on, about this, which is on the Daily Signal. Uh, you can look this up, and it's about how the uh, uh, how we have, uh, basically on Valentine's Day, the headline is, Democrats lavish illegal immigrants with Valentine's, citizens take the arrows. And you're seeing time and time again where we're basically being turned into second-class citizens. Uh, town of Roxbury, which is a suburb of uh, Massachusetts, it's a predominantly black area, they've got a, a, a community center there. 
which is available for kids to use after school. Seniors can go there and, and you know, enjoy themselves in, in safety. Well, they're all being kicked out. The American citizens are being booted. The illegal aliens are taking that over, uh, courtesy of uh, uh, Governor Democrat Governor Maura Healey, Democrat Mayor Michelle Wu, both the far-left Democrats. They're giving, quote-unquote, wraparound services until May 31st to illegal aliens, and the American citizens who are in that area, who have, many of whom happen to be black, they're on the street. You know, their, their community center is just taken over. Um, Dave Rubin of the Rubin Report was in Miami Airport, I think, last month. Yeah. And he saw that in the uh, TSA line, if you're an American citizen, you've got to show your ID and, and all that other stuff. If you're an illegal alien, you can just say, oh, I, I'm a you know, migrant uh, asylum seeker, whatever it is. And I'll say, okay, come on through. You don't have to show up, don't have to be photographed if you don't want to be. And uh, in some cases, you can actually show, show a, uh, a um, arrest warrant for ID. I mean, my God, this is incredible. Do we learn nothing on September 11th? Now, we hope these people are just going to get on planes and you know, fly where they're going and leave us alone. But if these are people who want to take over aircraft and fly them into planes or crash them to the ground, Take them, you know, take them, uh, hijack them, take them somewhere. Uh, We're not going to look at their ID cards, but you and me and our American citizen listeners are still supposed to show ID cards. You see this over and over and over again where the illegal aliens get the benefits and the American citizens are told, step back, step aside, go to the back of the line. You wait while we take care of these people generously who have broken into our country and are not supposed to be here, don't have permission to do so. Instead of deporting them, we tell them to, uh, you know, step up, enjoy, you know, the benefits of the good life in America, while the American people uh, don't get the benefits and end up paying for those of the illegal aliens. Absolutely outrageous. We're speaking with Dory Murdoch, a Fox News contributor, a nationally syndicated columnist as well. The, the question will be if American voters decide to, if you're an independent and Trump hasn't been your fave this whole time, if you're looking at the way the Democratic Party is treating this issue on the southern border, if it's something that you are willing to vote against what maybe you've thought previously about the options that are in front of us. And, it, you know, I hear people continue to say it's going to be Trump and Biden and people are going to have to make a decision one way or the other that might be uncomfortable for them. Do you think that the case is being made that Democrats are prioritizing these illegal aliens and we do need to be America first and Donald Trump might be able to gain some of those new votes? I think more and more people are becoming aware of this and becoming quite aggravated about it. I watched uh, uh, Jesse Waters' show on Fox News Channel last night, and uh, the guy who does the uh, Man on the Street interviews, yeah. uh, Johnny Balasario is his name. He talked to a, a number of uh, uh, black voters and who are you for? Trump. I'm for Trump. You voted for. I got got to tell you, it's Trump. Amazing. And they're saying it out loud. And I think a big part of it is people are seeing things like, uh, for example, the Department of Veterans Affairs is now dedicating its staff and, and resources to uh, processing illegal alien health claims up uh, 27 percent over last year, while people, American citizens, are on wait lists waiting longer and longer to have their health claims taken care of. Why are we spending money from the VA to take care of illegal alien anything? This should be dedicated to the American citizens who are in the armed forces, many of whom have come back uh, injured, tattered, PTSD, physical injuries, mental injuries, and yet we're taking our resources from the VA to help out illegal aliens. People see it and go, what on earth is that? And so even, even black Democrats, the most loyal part of the Democrat base, many of them are looking at this and saying, this is absurd. This is ridiculous. Why are, why are we Americans suffering so that we can benefit these people who are not American citizens who've broken into our country? And even black Democrats are starting to say, you know what, we've had enough. And if that's the case, you know, Trump does not have to win 100% of the black vote or 90% or even 
you know, 40 percent. If he wins uh, 15, 20, 25 percent of the black vote, the Democrats are done. They'll be wiped out because they can't lose that big a chunk mm-hmm. of their loyal base of having the entire Democrat infrastructure collapse under their heads. Yeah. Well, we'll have to watch and wait and continue to push those people who are running uh, to earn the trust and responsibility of representing these American voters to make this issue front of mind because it's pretty much doing it on its own. DeRoy, we appreciate you. Thank you for being with us today. You bet, Annie. Thanks a lot. Talk That's to you soon. Bye-bye. as well. Bye-bye. Nationally syndicated columnist, Fox News contributor, Dory Murdoch. I want to queue up here on Fox News. They're just uh, repeat or they had just been covering this. I'm going to read a statement from chairman of the House Intel Intelligence Committee. He his name is Mike Turner. And he put out a statement that says today the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. We don't know exactly what it is that is taking place here. That information has not been um, made public to the American people. We do have Congressman Jason Smith on with us in seven minutes, but I don't even believe that he's received his briefing yet. So I don't know that he's going to be able to comment on it. We're going to talk to him about his conversation with Tony Bobulinski in that hearing yesterday. But um, let's listen in real quick and see just what Fox News is reporting on the issue. 2020, Congressman Turner put out a press release, highly critical of a suspected Russian test of a space-based anti-satellite weapon. Uh, Later that year, they tested a land-based anti-satellite weapon. And Vladimir Putin has said that they're going to deploy the new Sarmat ICBM uh, by August. Putin claiming that the Sarmat ICBM can defeat any type of ground intervention anywhere in the world. Could we be looking at any of those? All of those or none of those? Yeah, John, thanks for having me. Look, uh, in, by the way, what Dan just said a minute ago is so on the mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you have to look at all of them, but it's all speculation right now. But if, if this is very, very serious, the president can declassify today anything they're talking about. And Dan kind of mentioned that about scrubbing around the edges to make sure you don't give up sources and methods mm-hmm. and, and tactics and techniques and procedures. So just to release that to, to the American people. You know, I know it's not a nuclear weapon in space because that's a clear violation of the 1967 Outer Space Treaty, which everybody's agreed to. So it's not going to be a weapon in space. But you could have anti-satellite capabilities, laser capabilities. I don't think it's a ground-based ICBM. And the only reason I'm saying that with the SARMAT system, which is that's the one they're replacing their old ICBMs mm-hmm. with. Look, we don't have a defense against them anyway. I mean, we've always accepted the fact that in all probability, we would accept a first strike, and that's the reason why it's so important to have a nuclear triad. So I guess what I'm saying, John, and we kind of talked offline, whatever's out there, I kind of shrug my shoulders a little bit, going, well, it's the Russians again. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. The, what is going to get my attention is when, the nu- when you have an Iranian nuclear breakout, then the whole dynamic changes. But with the Russians right now, it's okay. Dan may have been right. Maybe we're fomenting the problem a little bit more, you know, clutching our pearls. Uh, but I'd say, look, if it's really that serious, Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor of the President, go to the President today, say, Mr. President, you can declassify that right now. Let's reassure the American people everything's okay and do that. Lieutenant General, General Keith Kellogg speaking there with Fox News on this threat. It's, it's, it's super vague. And I asked myself before I read that message to you from Congressman Turner, who is the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, 
like, do I put this out there? Because we don't have enough information to explain what's going on. But this is where I am, and I think you should know that this is happening, and we are going to continue to watch this as the afternoon unfolds. I know Mark Ridden will be uh, very close to this issue as well. In case anything does develop, we will make sure that we break into coverage to bring whatever it is to you. And, and, you know, listening to Keith Kellogg speak there, he's saying if this threat is as big of a deal as is being implied, then there are certain things that need to happen. Maybe in the next couple hours or this afternoon, we will we'll discover what that actually is. Uh, we have Chairman uh, Jason Smith, who is the representative from Missouri's 7th District. We come back. He's the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. And we're going to talk to him about the Bobolinsky hearing yesterday and the idea of whether or not Joe Biden was a party to Hunter Biden's business dealings. Did he trade on the American taxpayer dollar and time? We will find out what Chairman Smith found out yesterday when we come back uh valentine's day today the youtube live chat poll has your opinion of valentine's day evolved over time we want your dedications ryan well this song is out of broadway it's from the show cats it's very special because it goes out to the man the special counsel called a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory That's right, this song is dedicated to Joe Biden. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Today, this is wonderful tonight. Eric Clapton is from Todd to his wife Angela. Today is her birthday on Valentine's Day. They've been married for almost 29 years, so happy birthday and happy Valentine's Day from the Annie Fry Show. I do have a statement, and I'm, I'm going to be very precise, and I'm not going to take questions, but last month I sent a letter to the White House requesting a meeting with the President to discuss a serious national security issue that is classified. In response to that letter, a meeting is now scheduled tomorrow on this matter here at the Capitol with the Gang of Four and with the President's National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. I will press the administration to take appropriate action, and everybody can... Uh, be comforted by that. I saw Chairman Turner's statement on the issue. 
And I, I want to assure the American people there's no need for public alarm. So that's we're... Speaker Johnson right now. I wanted to play that clip real quick before this news kind of coming out into the public right now. Uh, the House Intel Committee chairman came out and said that today the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. We don't know what that security threat is. Speaker Johnson is telling you no no cause for alarm right now. It, it is being handled. I want to get to our guest right now about what we wanted to discuss with Chairman Jason Smith, who is the representative from Missouri's 7th District. He is also the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. About the Bobolinsky hearing, we're hearing a lot of today, the reports coming out today from that hearing. Chairman Smith, thank you for being on the show with us today. It's good to have you. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I didn't put you on there. Chairman Smith, can you hear me okay? I can hear you. There it's you great go. to be with you, Annie. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I want to give you the opportunity to talk about this um, uh, House Intel uh, Congressman Turner threat if you want to. But I also want to ask you about the Bobolinsky hearing and give you an opportunity to set the table for your the people in Missouri here that you represent. What did you hear from Bobolinsky yesterday that has you on the edge of your seat to want to tell voters and taxpayers what you are learning in these hearings behind closed doors? Yeah, Annie, yesterday, Tony Bobolinsky's testimony, it underlines and further confirms uh, that Joe Biden was the, the brand and the family business was selling access to him all over the world. Whistleblower evidence provided to my committee just over seven months ago showed Hunter Biden in communication with his business associates referred to his father as his family's only asset and stated he was unwilling to sign over the family's brand. We had Tony yesterday confirm that the brand is Joe Biden, that they were selling all over the country and receiving tens of millions of dollars from um, countries that are not our friends, such as China, Russia, Ukraine, yeah, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm paying attention to the continuation of these stories that come out and they're consistent. Tony Bobolinsky's story has been consistent from the moment he opened up about this to this point in time right now. We, we see money that has come in that the representatives on these committees have been able to articulate. Here's where the money came in and this is where it went based on bank records. If the money is coming into the Biden family, what was going out? So. Tony Bobolinsky's story has stayed the same. The IRS whistleblower's story has stayed the same. Whose stories have not stayed the same is the Biden family and the Justice Department. I mean, Joe Biden, Annie, stood up in front of the American people and lied when he said he had no knowledge of his family's business dealings. But Tony Bobolinsky testified to us yesterday of the specific time, the date, location of a 45-minute conversation where he briefed Joe Biden in 2017 about their, their business relationship with the Chinese government and Chinese energy companies. And then three years later, Joe Biden was on the debate stage debating President Trump in the 2020 election, and he said that his, his son had received zero money from Chinese companies or Chinese entities, and that he knew nothing of his son's business dealings. We know, we know that that's not true, and Tony Bobolinsky confirms it. 
We're speaking with Chairman Jason Smith, the representative from Missouri's 7th District and the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. The consistency of the people who are blowing the whistle on Joe Biden, on Hunter Biden, the, the family business and brand that was the Biden brand, uh, you're, the consistency is there. You know, a lot of people, I, I saw this, I saw you on Fox News last night, and, and everyone wants to know, are you going to impeach him? Are you going to impeach him? That seems like a political end that doesn't really solve the problem for the American people. What is the question, Congressman, that you want to get to the bottom of in your investigation of Hunter Biden and his connection to Joe Biden? What's the million-dollar question here for you? It's not just one, Annie. Um, there are so many things that we still need answers to. But I'll, I'll just tell you um, what we do know. And we clearly know that Joe Biden knew what his family was doing, and he could have stopped it at any point. But he didn't. And it was not because he 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 didn't know or wasn't involved. We've already shown that he did know and that he was involved. It it was because he was a willing participant. Actually, yesterday, Tony Bobolinsky testified and said that he wasn't just a participant. He was an enabler, an enabler of his family's business access to himself. What what they provided was just access to the president. Tony even testified yesterday, Annie, and said that the only reason why China, Russia, these these countries was coming um, and 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 giving them money is because Joe Biden was vice president. Wow. Um, I mean, what we're talking about here is Joe Biden, who's, of course, the president of the United States, then uh, being the vice president and also after his time as vice presidency. Now we're being told that he's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I mean, it seems like it might be beneficial for the president to be very forgetful in this moment in time. Do you see a scenario where what your conversations are with Tony Bobolinsky, your your, uh, hearings with Hunter Biden leads to a questioning of the president of the United States? This is all leading to the president of the United States. This is all about um, the impeachment inquiry that's going into him. Um, all roads lead to him, and so that's what we're we're clearly researching. The whole um, the whole issue about the president um, not being charged for having classified documents in his, his possession because he's an elderly man highlights the two-tiered legal system and the issues that we have. I mean, the fact that that would be his defense, that's why myself, James James Comer, and Jim Jordan on Monday sent a letter to the Attorney General of the United States because we want to see, we want to see that those transcripts from that interview back in October, and I want to see any videos because if Joe Biden really can't recall when his son died and if he can't really recall what were the dates that he was vice president of the United States boy we're in a mess yeah we sure are congressman jason smith with us right now if you if you were able to gain access to those uh documents transcripts and potentially videos does that mean that uh, american folks just like us sitting at home would be able to have access to those too potentially you bet i believe that the american people deserve to see those transcripts and they deserve to see any of those videos because the more transparency and open light that can be brought to what is happening with the Biden administration is exactly what the people are hungry for. 
Well, Congressman Smith, we thank you for the time today. And uh, I understand that the Congressman Turner has come out with this uh, request for a declassification of these documents that involve this potential threat. I don't know how much you know about this yet, uh, but do you feel as though with an instance like this coming from Congressman Chairman Turner that we will, as the American people, get the information that we need to know about this potential threat that apparently exists? So first off, there's our country has threats all the time. I will be brief later on in regards to what Congressman Turner has been suggesting. But believe me, um, we have a lot of folks out there that are not our friends. It's called the Chinese, the Russians, North Koreans, the Iranians. There's a lot of folks that don't like us. And so we're constantly under threat. I don't believe that this is one that needs to be raised to concerns, but I haven't I haven't right. been briefed and I will be briefed later on. And if if I believe it should, you better believe I'll be demanding that it be declassified. We appreciate that. We know you're representing that district in the state of Missouri, the 7th District, very well. We're grateful to have you on the show today. Uh, Please come back with us as you continue to get to the bottom of what is going on with this Hunter Biden-Joe Biden connection, because the American people do deserve to know, and we are always grateful that you are serving them in that capacity. They do. It's great to be with you, Annie. Annie, it's an honor. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Chairman Jason Smith, who represents Missouri's 7th District, is the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee and was there for that Tony Bobulinski hearing yesterday. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of waiting for the actual facts. I've got a lot of thoughts and theories. Of course, you do, too. You can put uh, two and two together and still get four if that's what we're still doing in this country. And you can see see the end road, but you got to be able to get there with facts and figures. And it's good to see Chairman Smith working hard to do that. Um, I don't, do we have, do we have any more? We don't have any more information from Fox, right? No, nothing else. Okay. Um, Well, let's take a quick break because we want to, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes these things get put out there. You know, it's a tweet that I read the uh, statement from the House Intel Committee chair. Let's get some more information. And when we get the information, we will deliver it to you to see what this what this might be about. It is Valentine's Day. The YouTube live chat poll for today is, has your opinion of Valentine's Day evolved over time? Yes or no? We'll talk about that here in the studio with some of your response when we come back. Ryan, DJ Ryan, take it away. Here we go. This is a reminder that Valentine's Day doesn't always have to be for spouses or significant others. Dwayne wants to make that clear. This song from Dwayne goes out to his mom, and to all the moms on Valentine's Day. If you could only be so lucky to have a Dwayne in your life, all your moms. Yeah, this song is called Mom. It's from Donna Taggart. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Well, this is uh, this is a tough one. This is from Faye. She wants to dedicate this song. It's Unchained Melody by Righteous Brothers. I'm sure you know the song. She's dedicating it to her husband, Frank, in remembering the daughter that they lost in 1992. So that is for you, Faye. Hopefully you still have a good Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening from the Annie Fry Show. Is there a perfect song? Because if there is, it's this one. Like, love song? This is a perfect song. It's hard to beat. Who does not like Unchained Melody? Yeah. Um, Nights in White Satin by Moody Blues is another one that might be one of the most perfect love songs ever made. It's not better than this song. It's, it's up not there. I'm not even close. Say, no, I'm not going to say it's not, better than this one. It's not but even on the same level. It's great. It's really good. It's hard because Ghost did so much to this movie. It's hard to think about to the song. Yeah, yeah, or to the song. Yeah, it's hard to think about the song without that movie. Now. But what the song is old. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like a, is it from the fifties or the sixties? Is the Everly Brothers? Uh, Righteous Brothers. Righteous Brothers. Everly Brothers is different. No, the song is perfect. I mean, like that to me, for the for the movie Ghost to pick this song up after it's that old. Ghost didn't make this song. Hey, this song, it may be different listening to your car versus listening in headphones. But this song gives you chills when they're hitting those yeah. high notes. 1960. 1960 what? Five. Five? Oh, that's later than I thought. No. No, 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 no. That's when that movie... 1955. With... Let's see here. Unchained Melody. I didn't know I was going to do research on that. It's a 1955 song with music by Alex North and lyrics by Hi Zared. I wonder if it was It has remade. since become a standard and one of the most recorded songs of the 20th century, most notably by the Righteous Brothers in 1965. Oh, okay. So it was originally a 50s song, though. Yeah, 55. Song by Todd Duncan. Can you hit that note? Can Rock Mom yeah, hit that note? Yeah, it's just... It's just not as pretty. <laughs> I'm telling you what, it's a perfect song. I love it. The YouTube live chat poll for today, has your opinion of Valentine's Day evolved over time? Um, I don't remember. I, I In my mind, I have to always ask myself, did XYZ happen at this particular time or did it just did I just experience because it was the natural time in the course of my life to experience said thing? But there was an aggressive movement to kind of hate Valentine's Day as a corporate holiday. Man, I was a part of that movement. I know. I, I I think probably we all were at some point. But Valentine's Day, St. Valentine is a great story. And, I mean, the idea of Valentine's Day exists outside of corporate corporatism or capitalism. I'm, I, I will tell you my answer to this poll question is emphatically yes, that my 
opinion of Valentine's Day has evolved over time. It's hard to like know about Valentine's Day as a kid. We did the Valentine's in our house last night. My uh, oldest daughter has discovered it's my grand, it's my mother-in-law's recipe, but it's a sugar cookie recipe, and she's very good at them. And she can bake them. She can whip them out and crank them out and cut them, roll them, everything, all by herself. The decorating is coming along. So she made a whole bunch of heart cookies last night and put them in bags for Valentine's. And then my youngest uh, got some Hershey's Kisses to pass out that were in Valentine's Day packaging. All of that, putting Valentine's in the boxes. uh, No, forget that. We used to, when we were kids, I don't remember what you, I don't know what you did. We would have pockets for our Valentine's. And it was basically construction paper that was stapled. Or maybe if you had really, really handy room moms, you'd poke holes in them in the side of the two pieces of construction paper that you would put together. You'd poke holes and then you'd stitch some yarn Mm -hmm. through it. Put your name on it. That's your Valentine. The flipping Valentine's Day boxes, which none, none of my kids said that they had to make a Valentine's Day box this year. So I think... Maybe we're on the other side of this. Have you had Valentine's Day boxes in your home? Yes. Have we, you helped make any of them? No. Last night, my daughter was making one. My boys didn't care. They just made paper bags and they put Valentine's Day on <laughs> yeah, them, yes. which I, I appreciate it. But I, also, I liked that she was making hers. She, she asked me, Dad, can you please print out a picture of a dolphin? It's <laughs> like, I'm sure. But here's the difference, though. She was making it. She was making it. I'm, I'm in favor of anything that the kid wants to do. Absolutely. But when you're going to Valentine's Day party at school and these moms are at home finding the the coolest most awesome like animatronic that you can create to receive Valentines off Pinterest, I don't have time for that. No, and I I actually felt some shame because last year I remember at this time going, "You know what? Next year I need to do something a little bit better for Valentine's Day." Cuz you see all the ones the kids bring home. And you go, man, they put some time into some of these mm-hmm. things. But ours are literally something I bought probably after last Valentine's Day because it was on sale and have pulled it out of a pantry somewhere and been like, oh, here's what we got this year. It's uh, it's Mandalorian. It's not cool anymore, but that's what you get. We thought we were going to have enough cookies for all three classes, which is a lot of cookies. Yeah. Because she, has, she had three separate size hearts. Like the biggest one was the size of what you would expect a sugar cookie to be. And then there were two smaller size, like so there are three different sizes. So we were divvying them up last night, and we thought, you know what we can do for the the second grade class? We can just separate like some kids get two small cookies, some kids get one big cookie. And then I just said, what if we just got the second grader Valentine's Valentine's? So Jared went to Walmart at ten o'clock last night and Oof. got whatever he got. I appreciate that, though. That's, that's what I'm saying is that that last minute kind of stuff, that's what we do with all of these things. That's all we ever did growing up. Yeah. We did, like, it was incumbent upon us to make, that was like part of the class. We would make our little Valentine's it's Day art pocket. class. Yeah. It was your art project yeah, for, the last, for the two for weeks week. leading up to Valentine's and Day. Then, and then we would go get the uh, Valentine's from the store. My mom would take us to the store. We'd get the Valentine's and some candy to throw in it. And, Let me or, ask you a question. Did you get, because what I remember growing up was you'd get card Valentine's. Yes. I'd write to Ryan from Annie on it, and then I'd maybe staple or tape or something, some kind of candy to it, and that was the Valentine. A little bitty candy, yeah. The candy companies have now said, we'll make the candy package the Valentine. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. Yeah, They know what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. 
So the, yeah, the, and the Valentine itself was a big deal though when you were a kid it meant because something. you couldn't give the wrong one to the wrong person. <laughs> I remember being very specific about yes. the messaging yes. that I was given to the boys like versus the girls. The boys get the Transformers and the girls got Tinkerbell or whatever. No, no, it was. no. No, no. There'd be some you'd get a box and some oh. of them would say you're so sweet yes. or they'd have hearts on them and one others would be like you're fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I actually looked this or up because- just happy Valentine's Day. I, I saw these at a flea market within the last five years, and I picked them up because I'm like, oh my gosh, an unopened box from when I was a kid of Michael Jordan Valentine. Oh, that's pretty sweet. And I looked them up. They are awesome. They are when he's Bulls number 23, yeah. and he is just flying through the air, you know, <laughs> yeah. like he's in space and half of them jumping over buildings and stuff. And it'll say, Valentine- you're way up there. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this one, hey champ, have a great day. And the one just says, you're cool. Yeah. That's those that's are the, the ones you, you give want to for the, the girls. Sex, yeah. Yeah. Because if you gave one that's like, hey, I I like you, or or like something that's kind of nice to a girl, you're like, no, 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 yeah. no. So you don't want them to get the wrong idea that exactly. you think that they're decent people. <laughs> <laughs> this one You're is the gross best. And you have cooties. Uh, Michael Jordan is hanging from the hoop, and the ball's just gone through. And it looks like this is probably a press shot. I'm not sure if it's really from a game because it doesn't look like it's in a stadium. Although it could have been photoshopped. <laughs> Who knows? It's, it, it just says slam dunk, a super day. <laughs> <laughs> Those are just words. Yeah, that's, that's not even really a sentence. Andy says on YouTube, my kids' school won't allow anything but a card without personal names or candy. Now, I don't know, Andy, if they go to a public school. There are a lot of kids who have allergies and so on and so forth, so I understand maybe the limitation of that. Like, when Jensen was making cookies at home, I said, I'm like, can you guys do that? And they were like, yeah, other kids bring in stuff. And I'm like, good, go for it. (laughs) Like, make it happen. Uh, I understand the limitations if you've got a lot of kids who are coming through and you don't want to trigger anybody's allergies. Um, It is an important question. I'm glad Andy commented this because – I I am I'm a fan of you either bring something in for everybody uh-huh. or nobody. Yes. You can't go give it to eight of the ten girls in the class if you're I'm as a girl I'm spe- speaking like to give to you leave don't girls be one out. Of the two. No. So I understand that. Is it? I mean, in in I was very much so bullied my seventh grade year, like it was pretty ugly. And I know what it's like to always be left out of everything. Oh, partner up for science. Didn't have a partner, you know, every time for an, for a year of my life. And that's a really rough place to be. So I, as a coach, I don't hardly ever let the kids partner themselves up. I'm always like, you two, you two, you two, you two, you two. Because I just don't want mm-hmm. to create a scenario where kids are repeatedly... Because usually, if you tell them to do it, it usually causes hurt feelings. Once they get a little bit older in junior high, maybe not so much, but you got to know the kids to know if you can trust them to do that. Um, what do you think about, like, regulating the Valentine's Day giving, saying you can't write any names on them? Oh, no, I like the names. The names was yeah. part of the fun part for the kids. I can't think of anything less exciting than getting a Valentine that has nothing nothing. on it. Yeah. Why are you even doing it? Let's just high five. Yeah. You're just handing out things at your, at your birthday celebration. Then that's the same as that. That's not actually giving somebody a Valentine there. There is something to be said. I mean, that's what we were just saying is that I would for it's felt like an eternity pine over who was getting what in my class. And I know that 
the kids probably didn't receive them in the same way as I was intending to give them, but I was very, very careful. And then I would think about what each person gave me with some scrutiny. And that was part of the fun. And I, I, I never got hurt feelings by it because they were all Andy, nice Valentines. Andy says it can say who it's from, just not to. Nah. Which, which probably keeps, it's a, probably an anti-believing. <sighs> it's just too far. Some of this stuff is well-intentioned are you, are you fan and of too bullying? far. I, I support bullying in all of its forms. <laughs> it's yeah. it's yeah. difficult. It, however you want to bully. It's fine by me. Run it by me first, and I'll say yes. Okay. Well, we're doing dedications today, and uh, we are saying happy Valentine's Day to you. Has your opinion of Valentine's Day evolved over time? We're going to discuss that here in a minute. Don't go away. This is from Jerry to his wife, Lisa. Who lost her battle with cancer in August. Oh. But this was her favorite song. It's from while, Jerry to... From Jerry to Lisa. Lisa. This is her favorite song, While My Guitar Gently Weeps by the Beatles. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 